Hello and welcome to the Euro Trips Across the Pod podcast. Now we are here for yet another one of our season previews and this time it's turn of the Indianapolis Colts. And with me, I've got returning guest to the podcast. He's donning what looks like an Andrew Luck top, but I might be wrong from... It is Andrew Luck. It is Andrew Luck. So I've got with me Colts fan, George on Sports. How are you, mate? I'm great. I'm great. Um, It's always a good day when we want to talk about the Colts. Um, you know, we had a quick conversation off off air, sort of about you know where we're looking to where the culture will hopefully be looking to reach this season. Um, and I have high hopes. I do have high hopes, but we're we're going to get into that shortly. Yeah, definitely. And I've seen you've been busy recently. You've been interviewing, I believe it was Daniel Hunter. You interviewed recently and spoke to with yeah, them. KJ Osborne. Um, that was great. Um, and this is the thing. I think some people sometimes forget that although I'm a diehard Colts fan and I think this is the case for a lot of people you have your team but you do you're a fan of the sport in general so there's so many players I'm really interested in KJ Osborne is actually one of them so when I had that chance to go and interview those guys I obviously jumped on it Um, but yeah that was a good experience I mean anytime you get to speak to some of the guys in the NFL it's always going to be a great experience both for myself but also to actually hear from them and obviously they'll be playing here in October against the Saints. Um, and that game is at Tottenham, I believe. Um, so it's always, always good. Always good. Yeah, we, we had a Bills fan on yesterday. Podcast probably be out by the time this podcast released. But he, we were talking about how we both love our teams, but we equally love the, the league in general. So I love watching players like Patrick Mahomes, Derek Henry, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. I, I love watching these players. And I think that that's one thing. I mean, I, I know some people that are very tribalistic. They'll be like, only watch my team. That's it. Nothing. I'm saying goes for other sports, but uh, for some people. But um, for me, I'm very much a fan of, you know, I, I watch my team on Game Pass when it's on, but yeah. I also love watching Red Zone of any game. I love watching the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Normally we're not oh, involved yeah. in the playoffs, so it's a good thing I, I'm not tribalistic. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've finished playing one playoff game in 10 years following the team. So it's um, hopefully... Yeah, you guys got some... Yeah, you guys, I, I think you guys are going to shock some people, so. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> I think the only thing that's going to affect us is the factor in the AFC. Uh, I think that NFC, yeah. I'd be thinking straight away, you know, in the playoffs. But I think, uh, I think two will be massively improved, but I still think he's a doubt. And I just think that Mike, Mike, Mike McDaniel seems like an amazing mm-hmm. guy. He's yes. a great worker for the 49ers, but he's not yet done it as a head coach. That's my only concern. But if he's on good as he is on paper, then I think we're primed for a good good few years. Even if two is not the guy, we'll probably get Tom Brady in or something. But um fingers crossed. Question is, <laughs> as a Miami Dolphins fan, I know this is about the Colts, but just before we start that, the yeah. question is, are you aware of two and on? Yes, very, very much. You are. That's all I need that's yeah. all I needed to know. That's all <laughs> I needed to know. <laughs> yeah, I um obviously I write articles for Dolphin site and sometimes I, I do now and again receive some comments from from two and on who are very much in favour, and I know a few nice. guys. Um, you know, Martin Lydon, who's well known in the NFL UK community, he's a massive two fan, and he he'll defend him as the day he dies. But then there's some people you meet, like myself, that are on the other side of the fence. So I think it's it's interesting. I don't think I've seen a player that polarising. Maybe apart from Dak in the last few years, uh, mm-hmm. from NFL fans, I mean, people either think he's great or they think he's he's not good at all. So it's um, yeah. I think I think this year's make or break. I think that even some people I know that are two and on. Um, I think even they admit that this year, if he doesn't do it, then we may do it. But then again, who can we get next year apart from Brady? If he exactly. Will, um, I don't think he will now, but he might do still. But if so, if he doesn't come, I mean, if the Mark Jackson 
doesn't sign a contract with the Ravens, maybe him, and that'll be great. Um, mm, but, yeah, I can't oh, see no. him not signing, but no. we'll see, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless we wait a few years and try and tank for Arch or just trade up for Arch Manning, but even then, you can't guarantee he'll be just because he's got the no. surname. Doesn't mean he'll yeah exactly he'll be the same as his as his um, exactly. uncle. So um, yeah, but yeah, going on to the Colts in their 2022 off season. Um, they drafted players such as Alec Pierce, wide receiver, 53rd yep. overall, tight end Jelani Woods, 73rd overall. The main outs include Jack Doyle to retirement, uh, obviously Carson Wentz, the big one, and Rocky Yassin. He's involved with a trade with Yannick Ngokwe, who comes in, as well as Stefan Gilmore, Philip Lindsay, Nick Foles. And the big one, which I'm going to get to in a minute as well, is Matt Ryan. Um, so overall, how have you found the uh, offseason uh, for your team so far? It was a roller coaster. So uh, people, I don't know how people, how well people know the cult, but as a as an organization, we're deemed as or slated as one of the better organizations in terms of management. Um, Chris Ballard is, I, I used to wear genius. I love everything that he does. This off season was the one off season where I nearly lost my temper with him. Um, so he tends to be a guy who likes to, you know, find steals in the draft, make late trades, find bargains, which I understand because you know the NFL is a business and. You know, you need to you balance the books and everything like that, especially when you have a guy like Jonathan Taylor in the backfield because you know he's going to get paid one day. Um, but obviously, there was all the talk about what Carson Wentz is going to do. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? And ultimately, he's gone. And that is great because it shows to us as Colts fans that we actually want to win. And don't get me wrong, I, I know Wentz receives a lot of hate for, you know, some of the, I mean, the way we, the way we um, finish our season was horrific and I've said it before I will never recover from that I just I just won't to flame out against Raiders and then the Jags of all teams um, because we we have a losing streak at the minute away to Jags and I thought we were going to snap it and lo and behold the moment that game started I knew we were going to lose because I could just see it everybody switched off and um, linebacker Darius Leonard has come out and said the same thing we just switched off and you know it's not good enough Um, not for a team of our calibre so the fact that Wentz has gone is the step number one. We're looking to improve. We want to win. There was a lot of talk about Baker Mayfield and we, I'm sure we had chats about whether we thought this was going to happen. And I initially, I will say I wasn't a fan of Mayfield in the early days. I sort of followed too much of the media hype around him, I think. So that's that's on me. Naturally, the talk became more and more about Baker becoming a cult quarterback. Um, we know how it ended for him. Well, we, now we know anyway how it ended for him um, at Cleveland. Didn't go too well. He played hurt, which I always say, some positions, maybe you can do that. You can't play hurt as a quarterback because it will never end well. Um, meanwhile, the Browns were actively trying to trade for Watson. So, you know, obviously that's a bit of a kick in the teeth for, for, for Mayfield. But I was all in. Like, the, the long and short of it was I was in on Mayfield. I love his character. He wears his heart on his sleeve. I understand that. I think... He, he can be portrayed in the wrong way. Um, his passion can be portrayed in the wrong way sometimes. It can be labelled as arrogant, including me. This is prior to him potentially being a quarterback. I, I wasn't so sure, but I did warm to him. Um, and then the news dropped that it wasn't him, it was Matt Ryan. Now, if you speak to certain people who know me, if I wasn't a Colts fan, I'd be a Falcons fan. Um, everything about the, the, Matt, the Matt Ryan era there and Julio Jones and Devontae Freeman and... Um, Tony Gonzalez, I loved everything about the Falcons and they would have been my team. So I'm very happy we have Matt Ryan because yes, he's, I think, 37. Um, I think he's 37, um, if not older. 
And yes, he's been in the league for a while. And yes, he's accumulated a number of sacks, X, Y, and Z. But when you look at the numbers, he is an efficient and accurate and confident quarterback who can make decisions in the way that Carson Wentz can't. And that is the long and short of it. There's nothing else to be said. Um, he hasn't really had a great cast around them or O-line since, you know, when, when the Falcons were at the top of their game. And that's been a while now. So now you surround him with guys like Quentin Nelson, Matt Pryor, left tackle, um, and you give them weapons like Jonathan Taylor. Um, I will say we do have a slight weakness in the wide receiver room, and I hope we do address that. There are some dark horses there, which I'll mention shortly, but I'm, I'm you, the names you mentioned, Alec Pierce, the wide receiver, I'm very high on, the receiver from Cincinnati. Jelani Woods, who is a freak of nature as a tight end, who catches everything, but will also be very dominant in the blocking game, purely down to his size. Um a sleeper, offensive tackle, Bernard Raymond, who was probably going to back up Matt Pryor at left tackle. Um, he is very underrated. Another guy, so I don't know if you saw, we um, lost Corey Willis to retirement, I think at the age of 26. And just a note on that, I think that will start to happen a lot more. Players will come into the league. Obviously, we've, we've had it with Andrew Luck already, but players will come into the league, get their contracts, play for a while, secure their money. And obviously, a lot of the guys who are business-wise will do things outside of football. Football isn't forever, you know. The amount of CT concussions that are happening and people who are sort of literally losing their minds. Um, so I reckon we'll see a lot of that in the coming years. But we have a guy called Nick Cross, drafted from Maryland, another safety who I love. And actually have been lucky enough to speak to um, on social media. He's a great, great guy. Um, but those are just some of the guys that we drafted. You look at the trades that we made, which I imagine you wanted to come to later as well, but we've made some great trades. And I will say this too. I think... We have strongest running running back room in the NFL, um, simply because we have the likes of Tyson Williams, who people haven't really seen much because he was injured with the Ravens. He is a stud. Um, you also have Philip Lindsay. We know what Philip Lindsay can do. He didn't do so much last season, okay, but we know what he's capable of. Um, then we have um, Naeem Hines, who is a Swiss Army knife, and there is a lot of talk about Hines moving into the slot receiver role or at least playing some snaps out of the slot because he can do that. And Jonathan Taylor needs no more introduction. We know what he's about. We know what he can do. Um, he is one of a kind. And if he keeps up the way he plays, and you know, he he him single-handedly, and I don't agree with it being this way, but he wins us games. It shouldn't just be that way, but he does win us games. Um, yeah, and you look at our defense. I mean, we already had a, I mean, what we reached, a, we, 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 all we needed to do last season was win those, one of those two games, the Raiders or the Jags, and we, we flamed out and lost both. Look at the pieces that we had then. We had Carson Wentz as a quarterback. He's now gone. Um, we have lost guys that you mentioned. We lost Zach Pascal. We've lost one of our defensive tackles, I believe. Um, some guys have, have, have left as well. But, but we brought in Stefan Gilmore, who is, in my opinion, still a great cornerback. Um, who fits our scheme great, uh, perfectly. Um, we have Yannick Ngokwe, who you mentioned, who was part of the trade with the Raiders. And he, I think, is top five in NFL quarterback pressures for how many years running. He is solid. You pair him with Darius Leonard. Um, obviously, you've got um, DeForest Buckman, number 99, and Quitty Pay, who we drafted two years ago now. I mean, we're looking, you know, we're looking really good. Rodney from the Eagles, who's a vet, who can help the younger guys in the room. Then we get back Corey, um, we get back a Blackman who was injured. Obviously, we've got Kenny Moore as well. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Um, we're not one of the teams that people really focus on. We're kind of like a middle of the pack team. You don't really hear or see too many articles about 
cults this or cults that. We're not really up there like that. But I think, again, we will probably shock a lot of people. Um, and for that reason, I'm very excited. Very excited. Yeah, I think, especially with, you know, with the Titans losing AJ Brown, you know, I think it's a good chance yeah. vision as well. And I think that the only thing that might be in Titans' favour is the fact that Mike Vrabel's an excellent head coach. But Frank Reich's also good. He's also proved it in his yep. time, you know, came in after in some turbulent circumstances of Josh McDaniels bathing last minute. Um, and he's done well with the team he's got. Um, and obviously, you mentioned Matt Ryan. We'll go into a minute, but his stats-wise, you know, he's even though he's been in a bad team, he still had 20 touchdowns, 12 picks last year, 26 touchdowns and 11 interceptions the year before that, 26 and 14. In 2018, he had 35 touchdowns and seven interceptions. So he's a good quarterback and a bad team, and now he's got a good offensive line. I think Matt Ryan is going to be a really good option for you guys. I think that brings on to my question, lovely, the fact that, you know, Andrew Luck was your franchise callback for years. You had Peyton Manning straight to Andrew Luck. You had years and years of stability. And then Andrew Luck shocks the NFL by retiring quite late on towards the season starting. And you've had a yep. different callback each year. Andrew Brissett, the first year without Luck. Then you had Philip Rivers. Then you had Carson Wentz. And now you've got Matt Ryan. Yeah. Can Matt Ryan for you be the guy to break that mould of different callback each year? And can he come on? Can he be your callback for at least the next three, four years or more? So there is a very exciting quarterback class coming up in the next couple of years um, from, from college. And we know that there's, there's so much to talk about that and so much talk that, you know, teams are willing to tank to, to draft one of these guys. It's, it's, a, it's a weird one because Matt Ryan is more than capable of getting us to the division around, which is where I think we'll get to. I know that's one of your questions for later, but that's where I think we'll end up. Um, <laughs> it's, if, if we were talking about Carson Wentz still, I'd 100% obviously say, and, and again, just to, just to say, Carson Wentz wasn't atrocious. He did end the season badly and not all of it was his fault, but he isn't the guy to take us forward. If it was Carson Wentz we were referring to, I'd say absolutely not. He isn't the guy. Matt Ryan can play for another, I want to say two to three years. The question is, how well, I think it will depend on how well we do this season and what it looks like moving forward because we know what's out there in terms of the next up-and-coming draft. We know there are gems at the quarterback position. And yes, Andrew Luck was our guy moving forward and he would have been, you know, he was great. I, I can't imagine what he would have been like with Michael Pittman, uh, Paris Campbell, who hopefully stays healthy this season because he's another dark horse. You know, it's been four seasons now he's not managed to stay healthy. Um, Pair him with Jonathan Taylor, Ashton, Jul Ashton Dulin, another dark horse wide receiver who I love this season, Alec Pierce now. And then you have the two humongous tight ends, Moelle Cox and who I call Gigantor and um, Jelani Woods. So it's it's a tough question because I, I, I respect Matt Ryan highly. I, 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 I think he's a great quarterback. Like I said, he's efficient, accurate. He makes smart decisions and he doesn't throw the ball away and throw away games in the way that we've seen with Carson Wentz. So I would be happy with, with Matt Ryan for the next couple of years. Um, obviously, he'll have this year. Absolutely fine. I think it's the following season where we can sort of, you know, get a real good look in to say, are we going to keep this guy moving forward? Or are we going to look to, you know, move on and, and, and draft another quarterback? And that will be our guy moving forward. Because if you have stability at the quarterback position, everything else kind of falls into place. Um, you, it's not really ideal having to look for a, this is I think our sixth season that like you mentioned of all the different guys that we've had we just need that stability and Matt Ryan can bring that 
I mean, the only question is his age. He's not a mobile quarterback, um, which obviously the game has kind of changed now. I mean, you can be a pocket passer. Just look at Tom Brady. Um, but I'm 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 okay with him for the next couple of years. Depending on how he plays this season and next, will determine what I think Colts will do and the, the likes of Frank Reich and Chris Ballard. Um, but I'm happy. I'm happy with him for the next couple of years, personally. And just a quick off-topic. I've just seen, I've just noticed on your luck jersey, he's got the NFL 100 logo on it. So did you buy that, literally, not long Yeah, ago? so, no, I actually got this from a guy. Um, there was a guy who, I think he said he bought it, but it was the wrong size for him or something. And it's, yeah, this is a 100, you can see it there. Yeah. And it is, I would show you afterwards, but you can see the 12, the Andrew Luck version. Yeah. Um, I had got this like a couple of weeks ago, but I saw it and had to get it because mm, I've got absolutely. a couple of Luck jerseys. I'm still living in the past, you know, I'm reliving <laughs> all the memories. The kindest guy, but one of the greatest quarterbacks like to, to, to retire so early. But I don't blame him, I understand. So all the best to him. We mentioned living in the past. I've also got a Dad Marino jersey, so um, I've got the <laughs> guy who played before I was even born. So um. yeah, you got a lot to look forward to, though. I think I think you do have a lot to look forward to, regardless yeah. of your opinions on Tua. Yeah, no, I, I think it'll be a good year. I just think once again that confidence is going to be the only reason why we're not making the playoffs or yeah, a curse of injuries like the Ravens had last year or oh man, forty nine year before that. So as soon as you think there are any things I can see as why we couldn't make it in. Um, and also, the Bill, we need to beat the Bills at some point. We have to beat the Bills. We Josh Allen six and one against us. We have oh. to at some point beat because he's he's only lost against us, was, I believe, in his rookie year or even that or his sophomore year. So he's literally and the last year or two, he's just they've beaten us. Yeah. By he has refined. Points. Yeah, he's refined his mechanics. He's done a lot of work on his throwing motion. Um, he's grown as a quarterback. He's both mobile, fast, strong, and can deliver a rocket of a ball at any given point at any given angle so yeah that's a that's a tough one that's a very tough one but yeah i think you guys have got a lot going for you yeah it's exciting times definitely um of course you mentioned jonathan taylor of course he was a breakout star last year with um 1811 yards 18 touchdowns um and that means he's got in two years he's got just under 3,000 yards and 29 touchdowns um, now, we've seen a recent trend with running backs, likes of Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Todd Gurley is a famous example of running backs who have a great start to their careers and then um, ultimately end up injuries affecting their career. And Derrick Henry could be the next victim if we're not sure how he come back from his injury yet. Is there any fear of that with you with Jonathan Taylor or do you think he can be someone who can sort of, a bit like Alvin Kamara in a way, break that mould of running backs who are, mm. are declining fast? So the first thing I'll say is I've played running back for 11 years now. Well, I've retired now, but I've played running back for 11 years and albeit nowhere near the same level as the NFL, the injuries are the same, um, the, the treatments are the same, the struggles are the same, and also so is the downward, the downward uh, the climb. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't concerned purely because as a running back, we see what happens. You mentioned some of those names there, Todd Gurley being one of the drastic ones because he was so promising. Um the reason why I said I'd be concerned is because it seems we're run first. And I understand that because, number one, we don't really have much of a threat on the outside. Michael Pittman is great. I personally don't think he can be the number one. And that's no shade on him. I just don't think he can be that number one, go up and get it. You know, um, and he has mossed a few guys in the league, but I just don't think he can be the number one. Um, and I think if you run first, it's great, but... We have to have some kind of balance because Jonathan Taylor, you remove Jonathan Taylor. And to be fair, 
the guys that we've brought in now, I think the reason we've done that is because we've realised we can't overuse JT. He's great and he can get us out of situations. We've seen what he did in the game, I think, week 15 against the Patriots at home. Lucas Oil Stadium was absolutely rocking. Jonathan Taylor went for a 65-yard touchdown to end the game. Nobody could catch him. You know, I, I, I was in my bed at, I think, 3 a.m. watching the game. I couldn't. I was buzzing. It was unbelievable. But if he goes down, they have an issue, right? Because we don't necessarily have the guys on the outside. Slightly different now. Um, I, high hopes for Alec Pierce, the wide receiver we've drafted. He reminds me of a Jordy Nelson, and Jordy Nelson was great. Um, and I mentioned the two tight ends that we have who are trustworthy, go up and get it guys. You know, they're big-bodied guys. But now... If we want to rein it in slightly, which I'd, I'd be happy for us to do with JT to, you know, not not go so heavily first and second down and then we bring in another guy. Tyson Williams is amazing. People are sleeping on Tyson Williams because he was injured. We saw a, a glimpse of him at the Ravens and he has it all. He's great. Philip Lindsay is another stud. Naheem Hines is another stud. We have the best running back room in the NFL and that's a fact. I don't think anybody can kind of argue with that. If you look at those four guys... Um, Yes, they're amazing. So if it means that we have to rein in JT a little bit so we can give these reps to these other guys, I'm all for it if it means we can extend or um, keep JT fresh for the majority of the season because we are going to need him. The AFC is incredibly stacked. I mean, it's just ridiculous. We're going to talk about, obviously, where my predictions are, where we think the Colts will land, but that the AFC is just wild. I mean, the AFC West alone is 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 a is I don't know how you can summarize that. It's just one. I think it's the best. It's the best division in football. But the gems and the teams in this AFC, everybody's out to win. The trades that have happened. Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. I mean, come on, Russell Wilson to the to the um, Broncos. Devontae Adams. It's just nuts. It's it's unheard of. I don't remember the last time I've been, and I say this every season, like we said earlier. So excited during the off season for the season to start because of the moves that have been made. This time around, these moves have just been like, they've broken the ceiling. Like, it's just incredible. So to bring it back to your question, yes, I am slightly concerned, um, but I'm also not as concerned because of the guy that we've brought in. And that says to me that we're looking to protect JT and that's the right thing to do. Yeah, definitely. I think that with, uh, I remember there was a few years ago, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not a diehard NBA fan. I remember there was a free agency, I want to say two years ago, three years ago with the NBA, where there was moves galore big names and I was thinking I would love that one day in the NFL and I think this year has been that that year we've had it and I think it's been by far for me my whole 10 years just 10 years watching the NFL um, or at least following the results I think it's for me it's been the best off-season I remember in my lifetime been so many moves and so many big names moving as well it's not just been a few like mediocre players it's been literally we mentioned Adam Hill, moves. but well, some elite players have been traded, and I think it's been yeah. really good. And I think it's going to shake up the league massively. And I think we are good. Yeah. I think that last year was arguably the best regular season that I've ever seen, and playoffs flat matter. And I think this year, I don't think it'll be on that same level. I think it's bound, it's bound to take a downturn at some point, but I do think it's still going to be an exciting season. And I think we could be set for another brilliant year. Absolutely. I mean, you look, there's a lot of talk about Kansas and, and whether they're still going to be the same because Tyreek Hill, whether people like it or not, he does. He is the, the, the key for how a lot of teams play against, will play defensively anyway against Kansas City. Doesn't necessarily have to be targeted because he himself is a threat to multiple guys and he will, he will make space for others like um, 
uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. Now they have obviously Marquez Valdez Scantlin from Green Bay Packers. Um, and they have Juju Smith Schuster from Pittsburgh Steelers. They don't necessarily have Tyreek Hill in terms of that threat down the field, but now you stack, you stick them in a division like that where so many trades have happened and, you know, these teams have gotten a lot stronger. I mean, the Raiders defensively, um, with Yannick and got, uh, Yannick and got Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, that is hella scary. Mm. And I haven't even mentioned the Chargers. I haven't even mentioned the Chargers. Their defence is just mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. And they were good. Well, they didn't have much of a run, a run, um, run defence, but you look at the, what they've done now, I just, yeah, I, these games are going to be unreal to watch. So as a fan of the NFL, regardless of who you support, there's going to be a lot of fireworks. And I, for one, just, I can't wait for the season to begin. Yeah, same here. I'm absolutely buzzing for it. Um, my final point before we go for your prediction is going to be just a quick footnote on Frank Reich. I mean, um, yeah. obviously, is there any fear for him? Because he obviously made the playoffs in two of his four years, lost in the divisional round in his first year, lost in the wildcard game to the Bills two years ago. But he's been 7-9 and nine, and, of course, the big collapse this year. If it went wrong this season again and say you collapsed again or just you had six wins, I don't know. Is there any fear, do you feel, for his job or do you think it's completely... Um, so, first thing I'll say is he, and uh, he being Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, have a great relationship, number one. That doesn't necessarily mean, you know, it doesn't necessarily guarantee safety in your job because um, the numbers don't lie. And essentially, the NFL is, is it a win yesterday business, not, you know, tomorrow or the day after. It's win yesterday. And you mentioned his record there. Um, we know what he did in, in um, Philadelphia with, with Wentz and Nick Foles, hence why he's brought Nick Foles with him to the Colts. He does like to do that. He brought Carson Wentz because he thought he could revive him. And again, he didn't play badly, too badly anyway. Um, and obviously, you know, you fall on the sword. It, it kind of goes. It kind of goes that way. He did come out and defend him. Um, he did want him with the coach because he thought, you know, I could, I could do what I did with him back at Philadelphia. But now he's brought over Matt Ryan um, and Nick Foles, who I'm not a massive fan of personally. Um, do I fear for his job? I mean, with the moves we've made, the quarterback we now have. The season, the season, and by the way, we haven't won our first our season opener in maybe five or six years, and we, we're playing our division rivals, Houston Texans, away this year. I think the question will definitely be asked, one hundred percent, because the thing I always say is, we, I mean, JT is is JT. We can't really waste a guy like that, um, and we've we've the moves we've made. It, 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 it to me anyway, it's quite clear how we want to approach this season. So I'll go as far as saying I think questions will absolutely be asked if we don't make the playoffs number one. Um, and again, there's a lot of great teams. This, I mean, there's a lot of great teams this year. Like you, kind of how you say you don't think you guys will do too well purely because of the other teams that are in the AFC. And I understand that because again, we just spoke about the AFC West and how loaded that division is. Um, you still got the Bengals who are going to be great. You still got the Ravens who, by the way, aren't going to have the same number of injuries they had last season. So they'll be a completely different, a completely different team. They're a team I think people are sleeping on. Yes, the Titans have lost um, AJ Brown, which is great news for me. And obviously, Derek Henry has now began to show. You know, he, he is a workhorse, but the injuries have started to happen. Um, and then the AFC West just takes care of itself. So I do think we should still be able to compete. And if we don't make the playoffs as a benchmark, I think there'll be problems. I do think there will be problems. Not to the sense that he'll get fired. 
But I think you have to ask questions because we've made some great moves this offseason. We've strengthened our defence massively. I'd say more so than the offence, just because I still feel we need a veteran wide receiver in the room, be it Julio Jones or somebody else. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe OBJ, albeit he can't really come back until I think Thanksgiving because of his injury. Um, but if we don't make the playoffs as a, as a minimum requirement, and I'm sure Ballard is, you know, they've had these discussions, then I, I do think we'll have to sit down and have a, a bit of a conversation because we have too much of a roster to, to not make the playoffs. And also you've got the fact that you've got what some of the Cowboys or Eagles have, two very mm. poor teams in your division. I mean, yeah. the, the, we have just the Jets, I mean, the AFC North, Steelers maybe, but I think they'll still be solid, but not good enough. And then the AFC West has no one, whereas you guys have the Texans and the Jags, who were both yeah. in the top five picks last year. So I think mm-hmm. that's obviously on paper, that's, mm. that's four easy wins. So I think that might help you in terms of whether it's winning the division or whether it's in terms of the wild card spot. I think that will help you amongst mm. teams the AFC West will be facing each other six times a year. You know, there's three good teams in the AFC East. You've got two or three good teams in the AFC North. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think, yeah, it's going to be, um, that will help you in your favour, definitely. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, man. Now, first week, it is on the road against the Houston Texans. Win, loss, well, historically, um, with or without T.Y. Um, without, um, T.Y. Hilton, who normally destroys the Texans, we win. So this is our first game of the season away. Um, I mentioned earlier that we don't normally have um, a good winning record for start to start the season, but this has got to be a win. So this is a win all day. And then next up, the place you haven't won in historically for a long time, on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can you finally do it? Can you finally beat them? Absolutely. I believe Matt Ryan has a good record against the um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I know as a, as a team, we don't have a, a good record away from home to these guys, but yeah, absolute win. And then a bit harder, um, at home against the Chiefs. You say harder, I'm going win. Ooh, this is the win. Okay. This is the win. Absolutely. I don't, think, I don't think Kansas would have figured things out just yet. Um, so I'm going win. I mean, if we saw him last year take a long time to settle, exactly. that was with Tyreek Hill. I mean, I think Gigi's can have a real bounce back year. Now he's playing mm-hmm. with Mahomes, but I think you're right. I think they may have a tough start. And their schedule, I think, if I'm right, is really tough there. The yeah. teams they're playing is quite incredible. It's like a lot of yeah. teams they're playing because of where they finished and where they won the division and things like that. Um, mm. Week four, another division game, this time against the Tennessee Titans at home. Yeah, I mean, three of our first games are divisional divisional games. So, um, week four, this is an interesting one because oh, I'm, I'm going to go win. Derek Henry or not, I'm going win. So that's four four and zero at the minute. Yeah, strong start. Um, next up on the road against the Denver Broncos. So this one, I'm think I'm going to. I mean, I love our defense. I think we we got a standout defense, but I'm I'm going to say a loss to Denver. Their tandem of um, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams and then the guys on the outside and now Russell Wilson, I'm going to go, I think I'll go lost for this one. Fair play. Um, week six against the Jags, this time at home. Win. win. Big win. And then week seven, again against Tennessee. Oh, mm. Can you hear that, first of all? No, it's all right. Hardly. Oh, hardly. Orlando's oh, put some uh, in the... Um, in the house. I was no, honestly, 
Hardly, I can hardly hear anything. Okay. It's all good. That's fab. So, um, week seven, once again mm. against Tennessee, this time on the road. How do you see it going? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to split this series. I'm going to say we will take, we'll take a loss here. Um, okay. I don't see us beating them twice, but I guess, yeah, I'll say loss. And then week eight, at home against the Ooh. Washington Commanders. The return of Carson Wentz. Sorry, Carson, but this is a win for the Colts. You've got to go home. Interesting, because we had Chris Milner on for the Commanders episode. Oh, I bet he, I bet he said win. Of course he, he did. did. Yeah, he of did. course <laughs> he did. Sorry, Chris, it's not happening. <laughs> he's actually veiled. He had, an, I think, an 11-6 and six overall record for the Commanders. What, for the Commanders? Yeah. Mm. He, um... I know they've got scary, scary Terry and... No, 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 no. <laughs> that's amazing actually talking Carson Wentz we are talking about in that podcast the amount of games he's got like revenge tour games he's got to play yeah schedule up here Eagles got to play uh, the Jags first week we obviously lost to um, mm. in that final game plays the Eagles uh, twice plays the um, obviously plays um, the Colts the Colts as well so it's going to be interesting yeah. for him emotional uh, games for him man yeah uh, week nine on the road this time. This time against the uh, New England Patriots. Win, 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 win. Patriots. We yeah, home or away. We'll we'll, we'll take this one. <laughs> we'll take this one definitely. And then week ten on the road to the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh. Yeah, this one is a tough one. Um, I think it'll be closer than people think. Oh, do you know what? I, I, I don't favour their run game. I know they've got Devontae Adams, but it can't be. I'm going to go win. Okay. Yeah, I'm going win. And then week 11, at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the Eagles, I think, are top three most improved teams post-draft and trade. So I agree. I, agree. I don't know how. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go loss, I think, to the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, they took me one of my favourite players in the whole draft in the Kobe Dean. I was so surprised when he... Oh, yeah, yeah. He low. It was like, he looks so good. And obviously, you know, the injuries mm-hmm. are there. But getting Jordan Davis in, obviously getting AJ yeah. Brown in as well. And exactly. I think Nick Sugiani did a really good job from a team that everyone thought was going to be, you know, a team that would tank or a team that would be one of the worst. I mean, I thought they'd be one of the worst teams in the NFL last year. Yeah. And they completely surprised me. So I think they're going to have a really good year. I think with Dallas losing a few players as well, like mm-hmm. Mario Cooper, for example... I do yeah. think that, um, they may they may well win the division. Plus, Nick Sirianni, obviously, from the Colts, remember? So there's a bit mm-hmm. of a rivalry there, too. But I think that would yeah. be a loss, that one. Yeah. Fair enough. And then we've got Week 12 at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers. See, I'm not sure. Again, I think Kenny Pickett starts, I think, over um, Mitch Jabriskie. But either way, I think this is a win. Okay. And then Week 13 away, a game I'm actually going to, on the road to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, so jealous, man. Um, <laughs> hmm. Again, you mentioned about who they've lost. Obviously, they've lost Amara Cooper. Zeke isn't the same, but he won't be hurt. So he won't be playing hurt. And Tony Pollard is great as well. Mm. Week 13, they'll have found their feet by then. They've got Dak, they've got Gallup. Who, actually, Gallup is injured. Don't know if he'll be back yet. Um, oh, I don't know. This is, a, this is a hard one to call. Well, put it this way. The Cowboys haven't won anything significant in 25 years, so let's go win. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> By week, week, week 14. Yeah. And then week 15, on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, 
I think loss. I think. I think loss. And then week 16 at home to the aforementioned Los Ooh, Angeles man. Chargers. Yeah, I got to say loss there. Uh, I think it's another loss. That's a big game. But yeah, loss. And a very easy end season. You got on the road against the Giants and at home against the Texans. How do you see those two games going, especially with the way you ended the season last year against yeah. the lesser opponents? How yeah. do you get on? So I think the Giants, I know they've got Daniel Jones, who isn't the be all and end all in the quarterback room, but I think, and I've said this to Dre as well mm-hmm. from Verge, big, big um, Giants fan. If they can get their game right, they've got some good receivers. Um, um, Ivan Tony, who I absolutely loved, and they've got um, Ivan I forget Tony. his name. Um, is that the um, Kader- sorry, Kadarius? Yeah, <laughs> Kadarius Tony. Sorry, <laughs> I'm talking about Brentford. <laughs> Kadarius Tony. Um, they've got some good receivers in the room. Shepherd. Um, I forget the other guy who signed for 72 million is the biggest bust in the league. Um, oh, um, what is his name? John Ross. No, no, not John Ross. No, it's tall. I forget his name. Um, obviously, they've got Saquon Barkley, who should will be fully healthy. Even then, I still think we'll probably beat them. So I'll go win against the Giants, and I'm going to go win against the Texans too. So that's just, that's not bad. That's that's yeah. I mean, what am I on there? You're on 12 and 5 overall, which you'd think, mm. even in the AFC, that 12 and mm. 5 um, will Would get us in the yeah. playoffs. And then you mentioned before, you probably think divisional round. Is that still the case? I'm just scared of the other team in the AFC, man. Yeah. I'm just like really concerned about how competitive. I mean, every team in the AFC West is is in, insane. You've still got the Bengals. The Ravens are going to be playing lights out. Oh, it's scary, but I have to back our guys. Um, obviously, the Browns, God knows what's going to happen with them. Probably Jacoby Brissett will be their starting quarterback, which obviously isn't good. We've seen what he did with us. Um, the Dolphins, again, <laughs> I think, yeah. I think you guys are going to finish second in your division above yes. um, above the Patriots. I think you are going to be quite decent. Um, I, I, I can't see it. the Bills are going to obviously be right up there. So, and I don't see us. I know we've 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 we have a good squad, both offense and defense, more defense than offense. But um, and that's because of the wide receiver issues. I'd, yeah, I probably stick with that. I don't know. There's just too much competition, man. Even if we and we'll, we'll we'll win the AFC South, I do think we'll win the AFC South. And funnily enough, the Titans finished last season twelve and five, um, again with a number one seed, which they have been for the last few years, and do nothing with it. So, um, I think I will stick. I'd love to say Super Bowl, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push it out there. I don't think that's gonna happen. There's too many good teams, and we're not there yet. Not with Matt Ryan anyway. So, um, I think I'll stick. Yeah, definitely. No fair. I think I think to be honest, I think the Bills. I think the AFC West winner will win, will be four seed because of the fact they're playing each other. And I think yeah. the Bills and either the Bengals or Ravens will probably have the one and two seats. So then that means mm-hmm. I think that means you have third seed, which would mean, but if, if my math is right, you'll play the sixth seed team in, in the, the wildcard round, which is probably someone like the Dolphins, probably someone like the, mm. the either Ravens or Bengals, whoever doesn't get the first place, or even someone like a tough game. one of the any of the AFC West teams. So I think. Yeah. I think you could see like a Colts against, I'm going to go for Colts against the Chargers or Chiefs, maybe. Oh, man. Like I'll, take the, I'll actually take the Chiefs in that game. If we, if I had an option there, I'm staying away from the Chargers because yeah. that defense is scary. And I'm yeah. moving, I'm, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs, definitely. And don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes is a stud and still is like the guy, but yeah. things will change for them when they don't have Tyreek, definitely. Mm-hmm. 
then that contract could come back to bite them. Like many teams, I think, these days, you know, yeah. no matter how massive money they're getting, I mean, Josh Allen, I think that happened to the Bills in a few years, unless he changes his mm. contract. I think that's a fear with, and Dak Prescott, the same thing, but I think that's a fear when teams are, you know, the Mark Jackson contract situation and the Kyler Murray situation, I think teams have to oh, worry about this because we all know Tom Brady, He had he's a classic example of, you know, he took massively low low pay and yeah. sort of thing that everyone wants. So I think that, Maybe mm-hmm. for your first paycheck, maybe then get get that guarantee. You know, we mentioned before about the CTE stuff. But I think after that mm-hmm. first contract, I think I would I would love to see people like Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or even Mahomes go for a cheaper deal just to get get more rings because that's what they want. They want the rings as much as the money, probably yeah. more. I guess it's just one of them things, isn't it? You can't really be sure what happens next in the league. I mean, one you're one injury away from, and that's the case with like if you look at why Devontae Adams moved. That's great. I mean, he said a lot of he didn't want any of the unknown about what was going to happen with the Packers. We see um, Aaron Rodgers is staying, but he's a big part of the squad, Devontae Adams, and he's no longer there. And obviously, yes, he has been paid. So, yeah, I see both sides. You know, you want to secure a lot of them, want to secure the funds for their family and things like that in the future, which is completely understandable. But at the same time, it can affect the rest of the squad in terms of who you can and can't sign because, you know, it's a money game. So I don't blame them. Fantastic. But that has been the end of our cult season preview so thank you once again George for coming on I'm sure we'll have you during the season at some point always a pleasure thank you for having me on and yes we will hopefully we'll be speaking about this 12 and 5 record that I've predicted <laughs> um, when we knock out all these other teams and, and, and make it um, deep into the playoffs well at least it's a playoffs anyway we have to make the playoffs we have to it's, yeah. not, it's a non-negotiable we've got to make the playoffs yeah, I mean, once we've done all the season previews, or as many as we can when the season starts, I'm going to put everyone's predictions out on social. Ah, so I think that'll yeah. be there for everyone to to feast on in February when um, yeah. no guarantee a lot of people will, will probably have theirs wrong. But hopefully not yourself. You'll be hoping that you're not one of the people that gets gets roasted. But um, yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. But no, thank you. It's been great. I enjoyed that. No problem at all. I'll um, catch you later. Absolutely.